what's going on, guys? It's the soup of the day. It's Mitchell Sherry here on the main mic here to my left. We got Spencer Spencer Weir. To my right over here, we've got Reed, Reed McIntyre. We're going to start off pretty simple today. We're just going to go ahead and jump in. We're going to talk about some NFL. Reed, Reed, what we got going on today? So for our first segment today, we're going to start off with our winners and losers of NFL Week 2. Winners and losers. Spencer, what, what are you going to say about it? Um, okay, I can't right now. Okay, we're going to move on from Spencer. Reed, who's your biggest winner of the week? Week uh, two of the NFL. My biggest winner is the Raiders. The Raiders. That's a good pick. Derek Carr, um, looking like a top five quarterback in the NFL right now. Man's popping off. Running so game far. looks really bad. Waller. Always good. Staying off the drugs. Playing well, catching a lot. Don't of do balls. drugs. Fantasy, Drugs are bad for you kids. Fantasy, fantasy people loving it. Defense, they got Max Crosby on one end, Carl Nassib on the other, looking real deadly. Um, so yeah, watch out. Don't right. get in the Raiders' way at Chiefs. What? What is who? Who? Who lost the hardest for you this week? My biggest loser is the New York Football Giants. A lot of uh, ex football Giants. A lot of experts, including myself, thought they were going to be really good this year. Um, maybe going to win the division. Um, they've started Not off they keep fucking losing now. Um, lost to the football team with Taylor Heineke at quarterback. So, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones looking like he's going to be out of New York in a couple of years. All right, Spencer. We've heard from Reed. We've got. Raiders being the biggest winner so far and the Giants being the biggest loser. What's what's your opinion here? Who who was your biggest who winner? Who came My out on biggest top? Biggest winner, definitely Denver. Denver. They're showing out this year so far. Drew Locke, as we all know, has a horse cock. He's balling. Drew Locke. Drew Locke is not the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Say. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Did he get hurt? He uh, yeah. got replaced by Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think he Drew started Locke, so far this yeah, year. He, he Can't just show so much I watched Denver. That's why I'm so surprised. However, they are doing very well. Biggest loser. What are they? Two and zero. One and two. One and one. I think Broncos they're two are two and zero. Two and zero. Two and zero. Biggest loser. What's what's your thoughts? Well, there's a lot of them this week. I don't know. I mean, it hates to see the Chiefs go. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but my team to watch out for definitely going to be Washington. Why? Why Washington? Taylor Heineke got his first NFL win. Okay. And I think he's going to keep it rolling. I think he's going to keep the old choo-choo train rolling. I think he is. I really do. He's going to throw the team on his back. He's going to so. fire up that train. Let's go. Woo, woo. Go, go to the division playoff. Uh, no, I wouldn't go that far. Not that far. Not going that far. Oh, and there might be a there might be a wild card spot for the football team, and then you're in the same future. I'm not seeing they it. playoffs last year. Behind Alex Smith, they won that first game, didn't they? Made it to second round. No, they lost to the Bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Really close game. Yeah, because we were watching. Heineke, yeah. was, awesome Heineke was the quarterback that, that night because that was like yeah. his what first career NFL start. It was like he came off. Uh, he was like doing college classes, like. And had to tell yeah, his professors they he couldn't go do his exams because he had to go play in the NFL. Wasn't, wasn't he like sitting in the locker room and he was eating just a sub sandwich or something, Subway sandwich, and Coach came and said, all right, you ready to start the game? You know, I don't really know how it went down, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty sure I heard a story to... about that right on the old Insta slam. So we've got oh, biggest winner being the Broncos. I can't even really think of my didn't loser. There were a lot of didn't them. Didn't have a loser. The NFL in general just lost this week. I mean – yeah, I don't know. Mitchell, who do you got? Biggest winner. I'm going to have to go ahead and go with Reed with the Raiders. The boys are popping off, dude. I really think, you know, they're going to keep this momentum going at least for a while. I'm not saying they're not going to lose a couple games here and there, but I think they'll I think they'll take her deep. You know, I'm not saying that they're going to the Super Bowl or nothing, but I think this is a really good building here for them to keep moving on, you know. And for my biggest losers, I'm going to take it back to Spencer just a little bit where you mentioned the Chiefs, you know. Patrick Mahomes just lost his first ever game in September through his first interception. And, I mean, also lost to Lamar Jackson for the very first time. Like, that's got to hurt, dude. Like, what was it, 85% of America had them winning the game? 83. 83%. And then they just go out there and choke it with poor defense that showed spurts but can't stay consistent. And, and all the sports analysts except one. 
Yeah. Chiefs. So I'm, that's that's my biggest loser. My team to watch out for, though. I'm going to go ahead and go back to the Raiders. I think they're really going to be something to pay attention to. You know, I, I went ahead and went to fantasy. I've had Josh Allen as a quarterback in one of my leagues. I went ahead and we're going to replace him with Derek Carr based on, though, if his, if his MRI comes back healthy. He had an MRI on this past Monday. Coach thinks he's going to be good, according to the reports, but we'll we'll see if he gets that start week three. Go ahead and talking about fantasy. Let's go ahead and switch over our our league names. What Deshaun 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 Watson's massage parlor. The old if you know you happy know, if endings. You don't, you're probably too young. Spencer, how's how's your team looking this My week? Team's looking great this what, whole what's, season. What's your what's your record? Two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. Starting off hot. He is the only two and zero oh player in the league. Actually, oh, got. Josh Allen has my starting QB, but I also got Tom yeah. Brady on the bench. So I think I'm definitely going to drop Josh Allen down to the, grab some pine. We're going to bring Tom Brady up for sure. Other than that, my whole team's performing very well, except for Landry got hurt. Yeah. He only put up almost two points before he got hurt. Uh, you thinking about picking anybody up in waivers this week? Not really. I I think my team's pretty sound, unless, unless Landry's out completely, which I'll have to look. See how that went, but yeah, yeah. Let's go with maybe um, biggest, biggest surprise, biggest bust, and the player that you know you can count on week in and week out. I'll let you go ahead. Right now, you know, you know, I'm just the player that I am the most surprised for so far after week two is uh, Higgins. You know, I didn't figure. You know, I picked him up kind of late, late, late in the draft. I, I just figured, you know, you give me points here and there every once in a while. But no, the man's like consistent with at least sixteen points. It's, it's. I kind of surprised me. I can't say I'm really surprised with anybody on my team. Be real honest. Well, what's what would you say your uh, biggest bust is so far this year? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen for sure. Maybe Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yeah. He is not performing. I just don't feel like Kansas City is really a running back kind of team. So I, He put up pretty good numbers last year. Let's, last let's year. be honest. Clyde Edwards-Alaire might be at bottom five running back in the entire league. Yeah, He's not looking good, agree. especially after that fumble. There's, I mean, and even before that, he hasn't really ever showed any. He's not fast enough to get to the edge and beat guys to the edge. He's too small to use on third downs. I mean, where does, where does a guy like that fit He had in? a lot of runs after contact or yards after contact last year. So I kind of figured, you know, he'd keep that rolling, but he's just got to get past the line first though. I feel like he's having trouble getting out of there. Oh, line's all brand new though. So that's yeah, going to come they, eventually. That's good. That's, that's got to come with practice and trust and team building. And whenever you have a, whenever you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, your whole offense is centered around the run. So if you look, a lot of the chiefs linemen are in, they're in past blocking stances, you know. So yeah. I mean, there's something to say about not being able to get a good run block, but still, you gotta you you gotta be able to run the ball whenever at when especially whenever the defense is king on being an a passing offense, you have to be able to run the ball at least somewhat sufficiently. There's a lot of running backs in the NFL that can average three and a half yards a carry. Gotcha, Reed. Who who was your um? Most surprising player so far? Uh, most surprising player has been TJ Hawkinson. Um, passed early on some of those big-name tight ends. Travis obviously went in our first round. Uh, Kittle, he's been a, a bust one. but went high. Waller went high. You know who I'm surprised he didn't get drafted out on our draft? Rob Gronkowski, bro. Oh, Gronk monster. Always puts up numbers and always picked him up. He didn't play a lot last year, though. That's I, yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, I picked up in waivers last week, dude, and he's consistent. He had nineteen some points this week, almost twenty, I think. I was kind of that's kind of the same thing with me and Hawkinson. I'm average. He's averaging twenty three point two points right now. Tight end three. Picked him up really late in the draft. Um, let me see if I can see here. Picked him up with the forty with my fifth round pick. Pretty good, pretty good value for a tight end in the fifth round to be number three. Um, biggest bust. So I didn't draft this guy, but I traded for him, um, and he really screwed me over. Brandon Ayuk um, was yep. hurt early in the preseason. Um, got into some trouble with the coaches, bad practice habits. Hasn't been seeing very many touches. Only has one catch over the last two games. Um, 
blew me blew me week one. If I would have had Debo in, which I that's who I would have started. Besides Brandon Ayuk, uh, would have won. Would have been two and zero right along there with Spencer. So, yeah, not a big fan of Brandon Ayuk. Might drop him soon. Um, so yeah, I'd say the player I can count on the most this year is Cooper Cup. Though he has been he's putting been, up yeah. numbers. He's been doing good, and it's definitely helped me a lot. Mitchell, I'm guessing you're gonna say Gronk. Is that your? No, I I think. Um, my most uh, promising player is probably going to go ahead and be Tyreek Hill. Wait, do even I have, though, do even I though he went for four and a half points this week? Yeah, what am I even talking about? I don't even have Tyreek Hill in this league. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with Chris Godwin. You know, I'm going to stick with the Bucks on that. You know, it's not Gronk, but I mean, he's consistent. He's been putting up good numbers. I mean, Tom Brady's given lots of targets and stuff. But uh, my biggest bust, I'm going to go ahead and give that to William Fuller, the fifth. The man had that six-game suspension last year. He finished that out week one. Everybody thought he was set to return in week two, even coaches and everything. And then it came up to either Wednesday or Thursday, and he was out on personal matters. You know, they're not going to reveal what that is or nothing. But I think I'm going to have to drop him because, I mean, he's still question, like he's still posted the status is out right now. And, I mean, I can't keep somebody that's not going to play on my roster. Yeah. Um, Who's one person that you're going to keep an eye out on for late season, move him maybe up into your flex position or maybe switch out some of your uh, considered better players that you might throw in there? Uh, I'll start off. Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay, really good um, with Stafford in Detroit. Um, really hasn't been doing too well this year so far. Um, wide receiver 65, only averaging 8.6 points. But I think if the Giants can get it figured out, um, Kenny Galladay is by far the best receiver on that team physically-wise. So I think if especially if the Giants can get it turned around in that late season, go on a little bit of a run, I think Kenny Galladay has a really good chance to – you know, average 17, 18, 19 points a week. Spencer, who who are you kind of looking out for on your bench or maybe wait, even in waiver claims? Like who do you think you might want to pick up late or who do you think you might want to switch into your roster? Mm, I don't know. Looking here on the waivers right now, Marquise Brown's still available. Yeah. I might do that also. He's healthy. I'm going to go ahead right now while I'm looking at it and claim him. And I think I'm going to drop – Ooh, this is a tough one, but I'm going to go ahead and drop Randall Cobb. I think dropping, figuring out who to drop on your fantasy fantasy it's league so is so hard sometimes, dude. Because, because you, you never know. You never want to be that guy that drops somebody and they go for like 30 points next week, and then you can't get him picked back up on waivers, and then you yeah. hate yourself. Reed, um, agreeing with that, yeah, dude. I dropped a uh, old uh, Byron Pringle. The other after week one, you know, it did by accident, not a big deal, but I didn't even think about picking him back up. And I mean, last week against the Ravens, I really wish I would have had him in, you know, just as maybe even a flex option because I mean, he had what one touchdown at least and quite a bit of yards. It seems like Patty was targeting him quite a bit with uh, Tyreek and a um, Travis being double covered most of the game. One person gonna this is this is a real big stretch here, but um, you guys heard of Joshua Palmer. No, no. He's a rookie out of Tennessee, plays for the Chargers. He's not getting a lot of like uh, targets yet, but um, first week he put up 2.7 points. Like nothing nothing you're going to go with, you know, nothing big. And then last week he, he got a few more targets. He ended up with four points, 4.2, I think. But uh, I, I really think, you know, if he can get a couple more targets, maybe get a little more playing time, the kid looks good. He's a big boy at right wide receiver. He can move real easily. I think you'll get a lot of uh, yards after catch. But I think, you know, maybe if they can work him into the rotation, get him a little higher up on the depth charts, that's something. That's going to be a big play for me, pick him up late round. Really excited to see what the kid does. Okay. Let's let's go ahead and move on from fantasy. I feel like we've talked about football a lot. What what do you guys want to talk about? Oh, um, just got done playing some 2K. Um, 2K. Had a little – had a little – Pre game pre podcast matchups, Spencer and Mitchell. Spencer pulled out the dub there. Suicide uh, picks, you know, got got low key screwed. Um, I turned around, kind of beat Spencer's ass. Um, by like ten points. Tony Parker, <laughs> Tony P- Parker's a goat defensively. 
Seth Curry got put in a box. Um, always good to get a good win in 2K in before what, anything. What's your guys' go-to 2K game? If you could play any 2K game on any console, what's what's the go-to? 13. 2K17. 13, 13, 2K17. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go right before Reed's and I'm going to go in 2K16. I think that was one of the greatest 2Ks ever made, bro. I love that game so much. You know, you got Golden State. They just came off the 2015 championship. They're kind of a good team on there. You know, a lot of people don't let you play with them. But I, I love playing with Golden State on there, dude. Yeah, because you're guaranteed at least 65 points. But, I mean, even the micro If you play our six-minute quarters. Micro you're I mean, on that game. That was pretty good. I enjoyed it. 2K17, um, got Paul, got OG Paul George and the Pacers jersey on the front. Um, probably had the best soundtrack out of any 2K. Um, though the My Career, Freak, Frequency Vibrations. Story kind of sucked, but um, we'll roll with it. But my the one biggest reason I love that game is because the Rockets are like the best team to play with. You have a... Harden in his prime, prime years. Um, Trevor Reza can knock down any any shot from the corner. P.J. Tucker can knock down any shot from the corner. Got CP3 out there. Uh, oh, no, I think it's still Pat Bev on that team. But And then you have Clint Capella who can just – who grabs so many offensive rebounds. Team's just – it's a whole ton. Spencer, to play with. Why, why are you taking 2K13? Well, first of all, the cover is Blake Griffin, KD, and D. Rose. That's what they did. So, they did I mean, the three-man cover again with 2K16. Yeah, but I mean, that, I don't know. That was just prime KD years. I really enjoy the three-man covers. They always have good intros whenever you first love the game, I feel like. The soundtrack on 2K13 was, was a baller was track. Dope. Jay-Z. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was just overall great game. Yeah, I agree. Did you ever play the micro in that? I did. How was that for you? Great. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, what, what was that one based around? Do you remember? I think back then they didn't even have a storyline. Not really. It was no, much it was pretty much you just play. Played. Gotcha, gotcha. That's why I didn't. I, didn't I think maybe six. I think like maybe sixteen might have been like the real first storyline. I never really got into my career till two K sixteen. Um, what was the one with uh, the USA Dream Team? That was that two thousand twelve, two K twelve. Yeah, two K twelve. I love that game. Thirteen also had the Dream Team. I think I had twelve though. That game was amazing. Um, is that one with uh, had MJ on the front? Yeah, I think so. And uh, the Bulls were really good on there. The Heat were really good on there because that was the big three. The front. best, the best Miami game was two K fourteen with LeBron on the front. I used to play my career with Miami. That shit was insane, dude. LeBron. 2K4, 2K14, LeBron, there ain't no – you can't stop him once he's going down the room. While we're on the talk of uh, basketball, who, who's – your guys' opinion, the GOAT? Michael Jordan. LeBron. I'm a Michael Jordan kind of guy, dude. I mean, there's not – you can, we could sit here and bullshit about the, the that talk about MJ versus LeBron for at least three hours, and you would get nowhere. It is such a controversial debate, and there's so many different statistics and facts and opinions behind it. What's beside putting opinions to beside uh, uh, opinions beside? Yeah, that word. Yeah, aside. That, aside. What what um what do you guys feel like should be the like deciding factor of who is the go finals record all finals day record. I mean, if you want to, are we going, are we talking per winning percentage or how many times you go to the finals? This, this is, this is you. This is your opinion. I think in my opinion, it's longevity, That's how you, word. how you carry yourself, um, how much win. I mean, how much winning you do definitely, definitely accounts to it. But I think, I think the argument of six and oh in the finals gets kind of old. So I think my thinking more is how you play, how long you play the game, how you carry yourself, how just how you overall play the game. And then also you have to throw in a little bit of physical attribute. You know, LeBron just one of the most is the most dominant athlete we've ever seen in any sport. Um, he can just do it all. And he seems he's always getting better, spends so much time perfecting his craft. I think, just as a person and as a player, he's just he's just an all-time great. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, kind of take both years where, you, yeah, you kind of how he the percentage won, you know, the finals records, and then I um, I'm gonna say the style of play, if that kind of like each player has their own style of play, like LeBron's very in his earlier, I feel like he was more aggressive than he is now. Steph Curry's always kind of been like the long shooter, sharp shooter. And I feel like um, that's kind of even weeding out some. Like, you know, you don't see like all the highlight plays that you used to of Steph Curry where he was knocking down shots on OKC from basically half court or the crazy um, uh, and one on the threes where he's counting them down. Like, you don't kind of – you don't see that stuff anymore. Like, yeah, he's been hurt. He's been out for a while. So, hopefully he gets back to that. But LeBron – not LeBron, sorry – Jordan, I feel like kind of stayed consistent with his um with his attitude towards the game and being aggressive and play and uh how he carried himself on the court, you know, even after that short hiatus to go play baseball, which I still don't quite understand, but um he came back and he was still kind of like the same player, I feel like. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit with it as well is you know, MJ MJ faced a lot of competition in the East. Um Lost a lot of early, lost some early rounds whenever he was younger. Lost quite a few Eastern Conference Finals, and I, I mean, and I can one hundred percent respect six and zero in the six and zero in the finals is is good. But I don't know if he, I think he faced a lot more competition in the Eastern Conference Finals every year than he did in the finals. You know, I mean, I, I kind of agree had with the that. Celtics, the Pistons, the bad teams, boys of the NBA. The only team he ever played in the finals that was worth a shit was the jazz, you know? So uh, those are some good games. The and bulls LeBron, versus jazz and LeBron faces all of his competition in the finals. I mean, the warriors, the spurs, and I think it just comes down to, I mean, obviously winning finals is important, but you, you have to look at more than just, just the six and oh, so what, really what's your, of all time. what you're saying basically and a simplified version is Le- uh, LeBron has an easier road to the finals, but harder finals time. But Jordan had a harder road to the finals and easier finals time. Yes. So basically what I'm hearing is that Jordan had to put more out there to get to the finals than LeBron, but LeBron had to put more in it to win it, to win the final. Like, you know, he could kind of breeze through the – um the playoffs until he got to the finals and then he knew he had to ball out, you know, while uh, MJ kind of had to play hard the entire time until that finally final series. Yeah, I think it, it pretty much Jordan played some Jordan played some good teams in the Eastern Conference. Um, you know, I think that's pretty much what it boils down to is he played a lot, a lot of good talent in the Eastern Conference and, once he got past that, he was – I mean, it was pretty much just a cakewalk from there. And and LeBron's played some really weak teams in the East. He's played the Celtics, who historically haven't been that good since the Paul Pearson, Kevin Garnett days. Toronto struggled whenever Kawhi wasn't there. Um, you know, Miami without LeBron. I mean, that LeBron really just ruled over the East – while MJ struggled in the East early. And so, yeah, I think that's I, pretty much all I got to say about that whole deal. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Like I said, we could go on about this for hours and pound hours, you know, as any any kind of sports guy could because, I mean, it's such a controversial debate. Is there anything else you guys want to kind of talk about before we switch things up? Um. Looking forward. Let's do a little bit of uh, looking forward to in the TV show. I know my my number one looking forward to is you. Um, yeah, for sure. You season show. You, you season comes October fifteenth, I yeah, believe. I, I think so. Um, do Do either of you guys watch Lucifer? No. Nope. Netflix I've original. Never watched it. It's feels such very, a good show. It feels very anti-religious to me. So it's not so. I don't feel like I. Should it's not really, it. honestly. Like in the beginning, you kind of get that feeling, but like towards the end, like. Not a spoiler or anything, but in the more recent season, like Lucifer actually has a angel versus angel battle and a um wins the right to be God and he wants to be the best God he can be, but he's not trying to do that. So this new season that came out 
is supposed to uh, kind of be him figuring out how to be God and then taking over the throne in the end as it wraps up the show completely. Sounds so, like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd like it. Or not. I don't know. If, if, if you've never watched it, I definitely at least give it a try. You know, it's, it's definitely interesting. It's not what I thought I was going to watch, but I mean, it's got me hooked. I've, watched every episode there ever has been how about outer bank season two did you guys enjoy that i did actually i never watched i don't think it was as good as the first oh one. i thought really? was, i loved it i had a great time but watching i am it. looking forward to the third season oh absolutely. so i had actually never watched outer banks and then i watched season two because my roommate dylan had it on and um i was there in the living room it was like a saturday that we binge watched it and I came out a little late. They were already on like episode three and i said i'm binge watching i was like man this is a good show so then i actually so i watched season two Went back, watched season one and two. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed both great of them. Show. I'm ready for season three to come out. I am too. All right. I'm really, really pissed that they canceled uh, Last Chance U football. Um, they're really going the basketball route, I know you but... didn't like Coach JB, but season season two with, with Indy and Coach JB was probably my favorite. Those were seasons three and four, but yeah. I okay, well, them. you knew what I meant. But I, I cannot stand Indy. Oh, uh, dude, I love I just, JB. I love like that behind the scenes football action. Um, really sad about that. Have been have been watching a QB one recently. Um, kind of the same thing. So that was just my take on being pissed on Last Chance U. At real coach JB. Well, on that note, we're gonna go ahead and take a little time and go ahead and go to our first ever sponsor of the show. We'd like to go ahead and thank Uncle Kelly's moonshine business. Um, make some great moonshine. You know, it's all legal. Got the first flavor of the season coming out. It's apple cider moonshine. Had our first sample test of it last night. Thoroughly enjoyable. And we really, guys, hope you're enjoying the show so far. And uh, we'll be back right with that second half after this. What's going on, guys? We're back here. The soup of the day. Stopped. You got a little bit of grub, a little bit of supper here. We added some tater tot casserole. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, one thing that uh, I'd like to talk about here on the second segment of our podcast is a um, the new COD. Call of Duty Vanguard coming out here early November. Pre-downloadable on November 4th. What are, what are you guys thinking about that? I love it. I had a great love time it? playing the beta and oh. the alpha. I wasn't a big fan of the uh, the alpha, but the beta was good. Thoroughly enjoyed the beta read. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy a good COD game. Um, didn't have Cold War. Um, heard it's a terrible shit. game. Not Everybody good. said that I was better off for it. Um, by playing both of the betas, they look kind of similar graphic wise, so I'm a little concerned there. But I already ordered it, so we're balls deep in it now, so we might as well go with it. One thing I'm really looking forward to is that it's on the um, same engine as uh, Modern Warfare, the one of the newer CODs that came out right before Cold War. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Modern Warfare, and I, I think that this is going to make Warzone. not a big Warzone guy, but I know a lot of the Warzone players are uh, really looking forward to the um, new map and it being on the same uh software as modern warfare was they're hoping to get that anti-cheat system in hopefully with it being on one engine instead of two different ones that'll keep that consistent and cut down on some of that spencer you have any thoughts i'm ready for the campaign i'm not gonna lie i've always been I, a big I, fan I, of world war ii video games yeah that's what i never really got too deep into the uh, actual call of duty world war ii game that came out like what was that 20 world at war no 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 the world, uh, world war ii that would have been 2015 16 or 17 17 i believe 17 I believe see so. i never gotten that so i'm really hoping i can get into this love one. that game it's a great game but based on just the beta i'm really looking forward to it um what's one thing that you guys are really hoping to see in the scott nothing I don't know. I, I mean, I just wanna, I just wanna be able to play it for a month and a half, and not get too bored, um, play with the boys, call it a wrap, and move on to the next game. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm really looking forward to and hoping. It's more of a hope than a looking forward to because I don't know if it'll happen. But I really want to see some of the MW2 lobbies come back. You know, everybody always says that and it never really happens. But I'm really thinking that with this new game, you know. You have the younger generation of gamers are a lot more bold with what they say and their language and don't really care as much. I'm really hoping we get some of that good trash talk and S&D sniper, sniper lobbies. Today's generation will never survive it. <laughs> it's facts. Says. They it's won't. Facts. 
MW2 was good in lobbies. They really enjoyed that. I'm really hoping that the sniping games um really good. I really enjoyed the sniping in MW um with the AX50 and then uh more recently their later release um SPR and the marksman rifle. But even then the Car 98 was really good and that's coming back. Car's I'm, always good. I'm hoping that it's a um not as quick as Cold War, but it's still like kind of the same speed as Modern Warfare was, maybe just a tad faster on the reloads. Because I mean, if you make it too fast, it's not really quick scoping, and it's kind of boring. It's still quick scoping. Yeah, but it's just not the same, you know. After you make that transition, like I, I had Cold War, I uh, pre-bought the um seventy dollars version of it, played it one week, decided it was dog shit, and never touched yeah, it again. Yeah, we played the alpha and beta that those couple weekends, and we loved that's, it. And then that's what scares me the most about uh Vanguard coming out is the alpha and the beta were so good. Uncle War, and then it came out as a dog shit game, and I'm scared it's going to be the exact same. No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a great game. Reed, you got anything you want to add to the Call of Duty hiatus? I don't. All right, is there any other uh, video game topics? Battlefield. Battlefield. Is it 2042? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's... I'm hyped. Isn't that... I love the Battlefield games. Isn't this one supposed to have where, like, the buildings actually crumble in the video game? Like, they've got some kind of... uh, Software yeah. implemented Buildings for that. Are supposed to collapse. Yeah, yeah. I think that looks cool. I've never been a big Battlefield guy. I had Battlefield one. Enjoyed the little time I spent on that, but I was more of a COD guy back then. I've expanded my horizons a little bit. I'm really looking forward to it. Reed, you got anything to say about Battlefield? Um, no. Um, but Madden season's in full swing right now. I'm a big Madden guy. Um, I don't play I was a lot. I love football. So, um, I tried Mutt on the 2021. Never really got too terribly into it, but I think that's just more of a me not having time kind of thing. Yeah, it takes it takes a lot of time, more time than I probably have, but I enjoy the game. So um really just enjoying that right now, waiting for the COD to come out. Not a big two K guy. I do have it. I did get two K twenty two, but the graphics kinda look like not very good um in the game. Basketball just virtual basketball gets kind of boring after a while. So. I agree. I, agree so I can I can play two really K for really like a week. In between um, really in between games right now, waiting for something good to come along. Hopefully, this COD's going to be it. Um, I don't know if either you really follow Fortnite. I've never been a huge Fortnite guy. I used to be. Um, haven't really been on in a while. So I played this past season, uh, chapter two, season seven. Um, it was okay. You know, nothing like the old days where I was back in high school, season three, chapter one, and pretty much all the season one chapters up until like nine were good, and I thoroughly enjoyed those. And then um, apparently the final claims in that Fortnite might be dead after this season. What's your thoughts on that? It's probably about time. No, it doesn't surprise me really. Not a lot of people are playing it that much I think anymore. once we hit about season nine, the game probably it probably should have just been over after the tenth season, and we're now a whole or tenth chapter or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like we probably should end it a, a while ago, but and it is what it is. Yeah, I completely agree. I it has its moments over the periods of t- game like seasons or whatever, but chapters. But I don't think it's gonna relive this one. Apparently, the battle pass is pretty dog shit. They basically just threw whatever was in the back closet in there and called it a day and. uh wasn't a lot of map changes with the new season dropping. I was kind of looking forward to that, but that never happened. I always love seeing whenever games add a new map or change up their map, especially these Battle Royale games, because it just gets so bland, especially whenever you're playing, you know, like you you sit down, you, you can play like five to ten games in a row before you really get bored of it. And then if you do that every day, it's repetitive. You get to know the map, you get to know the things. And like it, they used to do a really good job of changing something every single week on the map and it just doesn't seem like they're doing that anymore and I think they're really letting the game go. Um another game that maybe me and Mitchell are looking forward to more than Spencer um got Pokemon Diamond Ooh, and Pearl. Big Pokemon guy. The reboots coming out. Um little little nerdy but it, nah, um, Pokemon reboots just are coming good. out. Um, we Pokemon will definitely is, be grinding the shit out of that one. Absolutely. Pokemon is just a huge franchise. I don't know. If you don't play Pokemon, you know what it is, at least. Because, I mean, right now, Pokemon trading cards are going crazy. I don't know if either of you really follow any of the Paul brothers. Nope. So, a few months back, um, oh, it probably would have been, I want to say, uh, early June, maybe even May. Um, 
Logan Paul like basically increased the um market price of a um original booster packs the um limit like the original ones that first came out from like a grand to like 50k a box and if you, those of you don't know the booster boxes it comes with like 12 different packs and like you're guaranteed so many of the uh, shiny cards and stuff like that and they weren't going for much you know a lot of people weren't selling them and then he basically says i want to buy them all do a big reveal sell them and they jumped from uh about a grand to two grand to about 50k within a month span which i that's huge and even then if you get um a sp- specific charizard card and it rates a 10 if anybody knows things about trading cards if it rates a 10 it sells for like Nine hundred thousand, I think, was was the last price I checked at. That's that's nuts for one like one game started out into a multi-million dollar, probably multi-billion-dollar franchise. Yeah, I don't really understand how people can spend so much money on cards. Um, you know that that um, old baseball card. On, I think it was maybe Ty Cobb. Not for sure. It sold for like. million dollars like a month ago like i just don't who's buying all these cards they got money and why like display case bro it's big things for some people i'm not personally a trading card kind of person but for some of those people out there you know having a rookie card of a big person is a big step in their life you know they put in their showcase it's got the rating of a 10 on it and they love having it it's something to show off it's a like a talking piece like we've got, um, I'm still not spending two million dollars on a car. Oh God, no! I I don't think I could ever do that. I spent fourteen thousand dollars on a car today, and I feel absolutely broke. But um, it's just a centerpiece of them, I guess. I don't know. Um, back to the Pokemon thing. Uh, the newer one, it starts with an A. Art and Arceus. Arceus. I think that's gonna be revolutionary for the Pokemon. Um game franchise it's switching things up on how you do things and i think it's gonna be a lot different i'm not sure if it's gonna be good or not definitely gonna buy it play the shit out of it and then see how i feel about it see if i ever play pokemon again spencer do you think since you're over here a lot do you think you'll get into the pokemon mood with me no not gonna sit here and watch me catch them all no become the best there ever was no i don't i don't think so um moving off of video games um I know it's still a ways away, but feels especially with this weather turning, hunting season's right around the corner. Big hunting guy. I don't get to go out as much as I used to, but definitely looking forward to it. Now that I'm out of high school, done with sports, I think I'm going to get big in hunting this year, hoping to give me a monster buck. Um, So it's the dream? Love just walking to the stand in the pitch dark, Axe murder could come out of anywhere and kill you. You never know. Um, freeze to death. Sitting while you're up at in it. the tree stand, freezing your ass off. See, it's, I've I've never actually very peaceful. Very peaceful. I've actually never hunted out of a stand or a blind. I always just find me a nice little cover in the fence row and perch up on a nice little hill where you can see everything and snipe that motherfucker. We we have a lot of huts up in the air. Um, I wish I had one. Get fucking wasp nests in there. Ooh, it's like nope. the middle of November, and they're like all dead. But you fucking get that heater up in there, and you start heating that motherfucker up, and they like come back to life because they're not actually dead. And then they're like, you can like you like turn the fucking heat off because they're like all coming alive, and you're like trying to keep them from stinging your ass and then you also got the mice that are like we have one that's like all old semi cab and like they're like running through the walls and shit a little creepy but so i guess if you're not really a if you get really bothered by like animals and bugs and you'd probably be fucked but it's it's always a good time all right here's one biggest fear spiders spiders I was going to say spiders. Um, That's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Like, demons and shit kind of fucking... They kind of I love that shit. I hate... Dude, like, I can watch Halloween any day of the week because that shit's, like, real. Like, if somebody... Like, somebody wants to fucking kill me, whatever. But, like, demons... The conjuring? All that shit. I love... The the nun? But, like, out of, like shit that actually exists i'd probably have to go spiders as well you don't believe in demons weird ass and ghosts no 
You don't I believe in like, demons? I feel like they All right, let's not let's not feel, let's not like, get religious on this. I feel this like one. Reli- all religious people believe in demons. Nah. I don't I don't think that they can affect you on a daily basis. My biggest fear is probably uh snakes. Yeah, snakes, snakes don't really do bother, not me. bother me at all. Seriously, dude. I mean, I don't so want to sit and hold one, but I mean, I would pick up a black snake, black snake, long before I picked up a wolf spider. Yeah, I'm not touching no spiders. It's just something about snakes, how they shed their skin and they're so slithery and they can hide anywhere. Like spiders, yeah, I agree with that. Spiders and snakes are up there for my top fear. Um, I've also but, got a really big fear of sharks. I love Why? sharks, dude. Shark Week is like my favorite time as a little kid. Dude, no, that's why I ain't ever know going swimming in the ocean. No. Unless it's, you know, I'm close to the beach, which I've done that, but I ain't going out in the middle of the ocean and jumping in. No. Oh, I've, oh yeah. I went no, shark fishing. No, I'm not fishing. even afraid of sharks. I'm just afraid like, dude, there's so much fucking water yeah, down the there. Deep sea you don't know what the, the fuck The deep is sea down is down terrifying. I went shark fishing whenever I was down in Key West over uh, the winter. Best experience of my life. I'd be loved it, but so I ain't jumping much. in the water with sharks. Yeah, I don't oh. think I could ever free dive out in the ocean. I had or to, even in a like a coral reef. Not nah, dude. If the, I couldn't see the bottom from the surface, the deep sea is I'm terrifying. probably out, dude. That shit is creepy. Like, there's dude. There's got to be megalodons and yeah, fucking I definitely believe that there are some. And nobody's fucking and none of that shit's recorded, but. Chant, my fucking luck would be that that motherfucker comes up and get my ass whenever I'm fucking. That's what uh, out there. Whenever we were shark fishing, we were doing it at night, and uh, we couldn't get the lines cast out far enough, so they sent me out on a kayak. Nope. With a chunk of meat, pitch black. I'm honestly terrified of the dark. Like it's not to the point where like I don't like the dark, but like if I hear a noise whenever it's pitch black or some just something jumps me or like spooks me, I'm done. Like I will sprint. I ain't hopping on no yak in the middle of the ocean in pitch dark. No. But yeah, so all I had was my phone light and I, I'm yakking out there. I'm probably like, I'd say 40 feet away um, from land and a uh, phone light dies. So I'm carrying this hook with a big chunk of meat in one hand, paddling in the other. And I hear something splash in the water. Oh my God, I about fell on my yak. Dude, I booked it back. That's the fastest I think I've ever moved my arms. Last thing Mitchell sees is a two hundred foot mouse with the fucking swallow. Oh my god! I would have been, I would have shit my pants, dude. If you I saw, wouldn't have had time. No, I'm saying if I was saw anything moving that water, it could have been a baby fish, dude. I'd have been done. Can you imagine, dude? If megalodons are real, they have to be. There's no way. Well, there is a photo on, which you can't trust everything you see on Instagram, honestly. But um, I saw something on Instagram, and it was a pretty trustworthy uh source, and uh. <laughs> They had a 60-foot, they had a picture of a 60-foot. You could see the head and the tail, and that was it, of a shark. And I'm like, dude, f- fuck that. Not doing it. I feel like there has to be so much shit in the ocean that we just don't know about. Like, it, I don't know if anybody's ever seen the Meg, but, yeah, I, I, like, were they, like, were there, dude, I feel like there could definitely be, like, an artificial floor to the, like, to the ocean that we've never, like, seen. There could, like, that nothing wants to pass through. The only problem I had with that movie, it wasn't very much about the shark. It was mainly, I guess there was a little bit about the shark, but it wasn't like the whole movie basement, like jaws. I fuck. I love jaws. Yeah. But like the whole science behind it, like I feel like that could happen. And like, there's so much of the ocean that like shit, there's shit way to get to shit way down there. Is gonna be pretty fucking good at evading you at whenever you're the only thing that shows any light within thousands and thousands and thousands of miles. If you're like, oh well, we haven't seen anything because we send our fucking little what? submarines down there and we haven't seen anything. Well, no shit. These things are these things literally live in darkness. They're not gonna let you see them if it's up to them. What's the deepest part of the ocean? It was like three thirty thousand feet no or something idea. like that. That we know of. You don't know. I mean. Even then, it's like we've never been down there. We just we've sent like sonar down there, and that's what we think it is. But like in the like in the Meg, we don't know if there's like there's like a false floor or anything down there that like if you broke through, or like you got to go through some like rock or like a cave or something. Yeah, there's there's tons of like caves in all in all parts of the ocean that shit could go hide in and. Dude, there's so much unknown with the fucking ocean. That that dude, the ocean fucked. is terrifying, really. Yeah. So, uh, how's your guys's? How's your guys' day? Pretty Didn't long. Didn't do a whole lot. Uh, started off with a little math class, little statistics. Um, that class blows. 
Um, how, how are you liking the transfer from the big MIZ to our little D2 Northwest Missouri State University? Well, this is where I'm from, so it's a little little bit of a homecoming. Um, miss miss the people more than anything. Don't really miss the school. Um, you know, school is definitely a better part. Missed, missed being around my family. That's good. And missed being around the people that – I mean, I made a lot of friends down there, but they don't really – I mean, they knew who I went down there as, not who I grew up being. So, I mean, there's something to say about people that you've known your whole life, being a little more of a friend than the people that you meet in college. But, I mean, you got to have both. So, I mean, it is what it is. There's some that. good parts. There's some bad parts. Spencer, how, how was your day? Long. I just worked. About it. Working that seven to three. Yeah, it's it's awful. I hate it. <laughs> what's what's your what's your favorite part about your job? There's got to be one thing that that just I don't know. I get to listen to music all day. Yeah, this motherfucker. If you text him, Snapchat him, send him a TikTok, he replies to it. Then yeah, like I can two be on minutes, my phone. So. I mean, really, I just got two machines I run, and while they're running, I can do whatever I want. Do you have to work today, Reed? Um, I did, I literally did nothing. The vet, there was not a single vet there the whole time I was there. Um, two, one horse came into the, or two horses came into the clinic and I just had to bed down a saw and that's literally all I did. I was literally just watching random shit on my phone, YouTube, TV, TikTok, what a, like it was literally the most... Some days I'll be really busy. Some days I just the most boring fucking thing that you've ever been down in your enough. life. It's fair enough. Well, I I had quite an interesting day. Started off the day late for work. Supposed to be there at nine. Didn't wake up till like nine twelve. Get there and <laughs> that's very specific time. This exact. I looked at my phone and I said, "Oh fuck!" That's the exact moment he knew he fucked up. That's true. Nine twelve. I rolled. Up, I woke up at eight to a phone call from my mom. Woke up. I did. And she's like, hey, yeah, I've been looking at cars. Test drove one yesterday. really liked it. Trying to get narrowed down on price. She called me. Um, lady I bought it off of took it to a couple dealerships. And she was like, lady said that they want this and this and this. They'll give her this for the car. So you need to decide what you want to do. Do you want to match that? Do you want to try and bargain her down or you just want to forget it? That was like 8 a.m. I was like, shit, I still got like another 40 minutes sleep before I got to get up, dude. This is perfect. Set my alarms and everything. Slept through those. Slept through like three alarms. Wake up at 9, 12. No missed calls. Snapchat was blown up from streaks. And I legit looked at my phone. I said, oh, fuck. Oh, God. I didn't brush my teeth. Took my toothpaste and my fucking toothbrush to the office. I didn't get to brush my teeth this morning either. I was mm-hmm. running late. God, it was just a rough morning for us. Anywho, get to work. Sitting there, not doing a whole lot. Get a call from a mom. She's like, hey, what are you going to do about this car? And I said, tell her I'll match it. She's like, okay, do you want to look at it one more time? I said, yeah, that's fine. I'll talk to her whenever I get there. So go look at this car, take it for a test drive. I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do this. I'll do this. If she cleans it up, I'll take it. Match it. She hem hauls around. Well, I don't know. Well, this, I don't, I, I just got, I got to think about it. I basically told her, I was like, yeah, if you're going to, if you don't want to do this, it's fine. I'm not interested anymore. I don't have time to play games. Five minutes later, get a call back. I, I, I'd really like you to have the car. Really would. It's like, all right, get her cleaned up. I'll bring you a check. So yeah, bought me a new car. It's a Cadillac. Kind of older, but it's been updated a little bit. It's got a new monitor in it. It's 2013 Cadillac XRS 4 limited edition style. So basically, all I've done today is clean that car up the best I can, drive it around, try and get some looks on campus. Got a few, broke a few necks. Got some looks in your old lady Cadillac. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Chicks dig the caddy. Got to come up with a name. What's a good name you think for the caddy? I don't think you can give a high-class car like that a name. Oh, that's she's like, got to have a name. Every car like has a name. First car... Junker cars, car that you like really fell in love with. You can give names, but if it's just a, if it's a higher end car, I don't, I don't know if you can give it a name. No, I'm gonna come up with a name. I don't think no, if it deserves one. I think it does. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She got a couple. She got some issues I'm thinking about, but if they don't, they don't happen. Then I'm definitely don't they all? Yeah, my first car, dude. Things will work. She's sitting at my parents' right now. I'm broke down, so I had to buy me a new one. And look at that. The old 
oh five grand am ain't broke down on me yet so you're right just can't roll up your window and it looks like a something attacked it bear got hold of it hey <laughs> i'll take a can't roll up a window over breaking down on the side of the road well guys we're coming up on our final few minutes here of our first ever episode of the soup of the day is there anything any few last things you guys want to talk about before we head off uh soup of the day is cheeseburger Bacon cheeseburger soup. Oh. Bacon cheeseburger soup. What's your guys' favorite part about cheeseburger soup? Bacon cheeseburger soup. Cheese. Cheese? I don't know. I, I mean, it's all good. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with Reed and go with Wait, the cheese. Are we going to wrap around back to fall? Um, fall? Favorite fall, fall? Favorite piece of fall attire, real quick. Favorite piece of fall attire for men or women? Whatever you want. Should we do one of each? I am not going to objectify women. Yeah, I'm not either. So I'm going to go when I can wear a hoodie. Hoodie and sweatpants for sure. That's what I was going to say. Hoodie. I love wearing hoodies. What beanie kind of guy? That is where you got me fucked up. I love me a good beanie, dude. I've got. It makes my head too warm. No, dude. I have one beanie. It's all messed up. Ears get hot. Yeah, not definitely not the I've got one beanie. It's a Kansas City Chiefs beanie. It's kind of a thicker yarn. Kind of, I don't like hoodie. It's black, red, and gray. I will wear that thing to bed. I wore it to bed last night. Probably going to wear it to bed tonight. <laughs> Dude, it's like 80 degrees in this yeah, house. I, right I, don't I sweated my ass off last night. I felt amazing in it. Anything else? I ain't got nothing. Falls upon us. Looking forward to the cold. Ready for Halloween. Ready for a free forms. 31 days of. I am too. I am too. Producer Dylan, so ready for Halloween, he said. Dylan, you got anything you want to say? All right, we got about five minutes before we're logging off. What do you want to say? Oh, we we talked about our days. We talked about video games. We've talked about fall. Talked about football. What happened to your day? How was your day, Dylan? Dylan's currently quarantined from campus at the moment can't go to classes but i learned today on my phone call that it doesn't mean i'm quarantined in general unless i have symptoms they called me today and told me that so technically me going to the bars saturday was not a big deal so ladies dylan doesn't have symptoms he's COVID clear stay home if you sit come over if you think that's right <laughs> i think on that note we're gonna go ahead and off for the first episode thank you guys so much for tuning in hope you guys really enjoyed and we hope to see you guys next time thank you so much have a good one